0: We are continuing today this series of sermons that our pastor has been leading us in. It's entitled, What Disciples to Do. And today, I would like to take as a subject, Disciples Take Their Faith Public. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you for a wonderful day to be here. We pray that you will indeed bless each of us. And may your word come to us. And oh God, help us to understand and to be a part of your great work in the world. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Today, we are going to take our faith public. Today, we're going to be prophetic. Today, we're going to praise God. And today, we're going to publicize what we're all about. That's what Isaiah said to the people of Judah as they sat in a foreign land waiting for a word from God. We find that word to be a great vision Because they indeed needed hope. They had been separated from their families. Just imagine how painful that must have been. Their church house had been destroyed. The temple had been turned to rubble. And they wanted a place to... Worship that was not tainted by the idols of Babylon. They needed uplifting. They wanted a vision. They needed help. They wanted something that they could not give themselves. And so we have this vision from God as shared with the people that came to Isaiah. And that's our text for today. And I want to spend just a little bit of time with that vision. It has six components to it. First of all, God says I am going to create a new heavens and a new earth. I'm going to recreate or i'm going to create a new this universe and when this creation happens none of the things that you've experienced will be remembered i heard somebody call that holy amnesia but you won't remember all the hurt and the pain that you've experienced. And he says in this new creation. None of this will come to mind. I'm going to create a new heaven and a new earth. And God says. There's going to be a new, cre- a new congregation. Did you hear that? There's going to be a new congregation jerusalem there is going to be something in which you will delight and in which god will delight and i'm going to bless my people you think you've been without a blessing for 70 years now he shares with them the vision that god It's going to create a new congregation in which everyone will indeed be blessed. In the third place, the third part of this vision is a new capacity. And I put it that way because I think that describes exactly what is identified here. And for the old people, that had been there 70 years and they were older than that. He said, when you come back and are part of my two new creation, after you've lived a 100 years, it's gonna be like you're a young person all over again. I thought surely somebody say amen to that. <laughs> You'll take up your wings and fly like eagles. And when you turn a 100, you'll have the new capacity to run and not faint. That's God's vision for these weary laden people who are worn out and they're tired. And God's vision is that you're gonna take on this new capacity. And then there are going to be new conditions In God's vision here, the fourth component is there are going to be new conditions. Now listen, we know a little bit about building houses. We're building them here. Martha, Reverend Touchton, just went out to House Humanity a little, uh, what what day was it? Wednesday, Tuesday. We're building houses in Kentucky all over the place up there. And now the team is going to Waverly. going to build houses there but in this vision god says to the people now now be careful how you hear this because it's going to sound this is not negative in terms of our ministry but he says you're not going to be building houses for everybody else you're going to be building houses that you'll live in you hear that We talked about in Sunday school this morning the difference between a servant and a slave. That was a great class this morning. But as a slave, you build houses for your masters. In this new creation, you're gonna live in the house that you built. Through the years, I hear people say, I'll I'll be glad when we get into our new house. Well, people come to Jerusalem, and you're going to be able to build and live in a new house. That's the vision. And not only that, you're not going to be planting gardens for somebody else, you're going to plant your fruits and your vegetables. You're going to plant those potatoes and those orange trees. And, and you're not going to pick the fruit for other people. It's going to go in your own cupboard. You're going to be productive and fruitful. And in this new creation, these new conditions, the old is going to be thrown aside. That's God's vision. And then the fifth component is a cheer. God has already said, I'm going to create Jerusalem where there'll be new joy. And here again, he reaffirms that and says, It's a place where I am going to bless you. And when I speak, you will listen. But when you speak, God says, and through this vision, I will listen to you. I'll hear what you have to say. I'll hear your cry. I'll hear your distress. So you've got a lot to be happy about. What a vision! What a vision. And then, and I love this last component of this vision. It's what I call a new concord. Now, listen, you've heard this at Christmas time for years and years and years. The lamb will lie down with the wolf. Who ever heard of such? The lion. And the ox will eat grass together. And then you just can't get through the vision without talking about that snake that messed everything up. Isaiah says, I want to assure you that that old snake is going to continue to crawl on his belly and eat the dust that he stares up. They're not going to be any vipers to bite you. There are not going to be any poisonous fangs. But in this city, in this vision, it's a message of hope and unity and concord. Now, Those are the six components of this vision that Isaiah shares with the people. You think there's anything significant about the number six? Well, in the Bible, seven indicates completeness. We talked in Sunday school, the three is significant. Ten, forty. Well, let me ask you. God created the earth and the heavens in six days. And every time something was made, God says, it is good. That is the intent of this vision. Something good and wonderful is coming. After six days, Jesus said, "Bring me six water pots." He told them to fill them up, and then you all tell me what he did. What did he do? Surely you can answer this one. He turned the water into wine, and oh Lord, they, there was such an uproar. You waited till the end to bring out the good stuff. Fresh and wonderful. That's six indicates that. And you remember Tommy, and I think Martha spoke of this. After six days, he took some folks with him to the mountain. And there was a new vision of Jesus. Jesus was transfigured. And they saw him in a fresh way in a way that they'd never seen him before. So don't you think six has some significance to it? Here we have a vision of six components that God was trying to reaffirm through this vision given to Isaiah for the people that God is going to do something new and fresh and good and wonderful. And I believe that is what God is doing here in this place. Somebody said faith is personal, but it is not private. And I believe that God is leading us into a new vision that will go public because he said go into the world with the gospel and what is the gospel the gospel is a new vision that the deliverer has come with good news and with a greater vision than you've ever experienced before And what will be the components of this new vision? I can't say that I have the vision, but I believe God is going to give us that vision. And I know there's six components in terms of the way in which we get there. And one I've just suggested It'll come from God. It won't come out of my prejudice. It won't come out of my schooling. Even though I'm grateful that God took from me a little two-room schoolhouse to one of the great universities, I'll always be grateful for that. But God's vision is not going to come out of Vanderbilt. With all due respect to Dr. Gully, who put me there. And I'll always love him for it. Secondly, prayer. Pray. Do you think those people that were out there in that land for 70, do you think they didn't pray? It took 70 years, but finally it came. I'm sorry I'm a little bit excited this morning. I'm nervous too. I get so nervous when I'm here, I can't hardly stand it, but I know God is with me. Expectation is number three. Expect a miracle. Expect a vision. Believe that it's going to happen. Number four. Respond. Five which is very similar, is ACT and number seven. I never cease to be amazed how Sunday school seems to sum up all that I've been struggling with through the past week. I believe if you're not in Christian education, friends, you're missing something wonderful. And this is the way our class closed today. Don't be afraid. And I think this is the final component that I would mention today is don't be afraid. Be open to the vision that we're coming into as a people of God. And then I'm going to add that simple which indicates completeness, go public. God, give us something that we can go public with that will help us to reinforce what we're about. Disciples take their faith public.